same as ever was. I still, we still need to look up that song. I, I had it. I th- Is it recorded? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, we've just had a big I haven't done that in forever. No, you haven't. That was mean. I don't know when you started, but that's okay. But I have just found out what hump day means, and I thought it was something completely different and not the sexual hump. <laughs> yeah, what's up, everybody? It's hump day. It's filled to doom. I thought it meant it was a really... Because in England, if you're in a hump, you're in a strop, you're in a mood. So I thought Wednesday is the middle of the week. It's boring. It's a hump day. Everyone's in a strop because you haven't got the... Um, <laughs> no, you can't. That was too okay, tinkly twinkly. Get it in. Get it in there. Well, I want. I want to. You're my find yourself. <laughs> well, I interrupted you, but I found it, and I was fairly excited. Go for but, it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's the Talking Heads, Once in a Lifetime. Ah. That's what we were doing last yes. week. <laughs> That's what we were talking about last week. Same as ever. You might find yourself. <laughs> It's just, we laugh about this because if we're talking about things and you might find yourself <laughs> yeah. and you might find yourself and yeah Sam brought it up that song kind of always comes to mind yeah talking heads which is that's amazing such a that's weird, what we are we definitely <laughs> are talking heads yeah what oh man now I'm thinking of another song where he's just talking about, I think it's I think it's a red hot chili pepper song he's just talking about how people just just yap and yap and talk and it's just completely meaningless i'm like well go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> all talk is I guess it, it potentially just meaningless yeah i guess it depends on what it is but i took offense to that because i talk a lot <laughs> yeah we both talk a lot but we're trying to work things out i mean how do you work things out if you don't talk i mean you can do it on, on your own in your head and whatnot apparently but. we used to be telepathic when light was faster oh man well we're gonna go back there apparently well kind of tailing off of last week yeah i think thinking about it more i do think it has something to do with consciousness and i think with the dumbing down the calcifying the pineal gland the the food the gmos all of the like what do they call it like electrical pollution because of the the 5g 4g wi-fi mm-hmm. all of this like pollutant static uh frequency yeah. it's like really fucking everything up because we're so uh electrical we're electrical beings in an electrical universe so if there's like all this pollutant just think about water supply you know if they're <laughs> putting uh <a, laughs> putting you know shit in the water it's not going to be doing what it normally would do. It's not. Well, there's also the theory that we're all speaking words, but we don't know what the words mean. And someone said this and it made me sort of go, yeah. Like when someone says to you, oh, um, uh, about consciousness, what, what is consciousness? So uh, this is, I'm I'm not asking, I can see you screw your eyes up like, oh, wait, this is a big question. But no, but I mean, like, seriously, if we're throwing around things of like, oh, the collective consciousness and, oh, people are getting more conscious and they're getting more awake, we hear the words, but no one understands what they mean because everything's got so kind of vague. And also we get phrases that are thrown around. And as humans, we like to parrot. And well, so everyone's parroting these things, but they don't actually know what it means. No, that's a means. really, really good point. I and mean, so everyone becomes really dumb. I forgot whoever said it. Um, it actually might have been Stalin or um, 
maybe Goebbels. I'm not sure. It, it was a tyrant type person, <laughs> not a very good person. I was coined saying it. But if you control language, you can control the world. Yes. And I think that's very, very true on multiple levels, not just on a surface level of, you know, just definitions and meanings and things, but I think on a spiritual way as well. Definitely. Or a spiritual level as well. Well, what's happening, I think, is that, 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 that there's too much information and too much knowledge out there, which, are, you know, ridiculous. It's overload. I mean, you don't even know what's fucking true. Well, it is, but it's not just that. It's the, it, like you said, it's the language. It's, we're hearing all this conversation and it sounds great and we're, we're absorbing all this information, but we don't fully know what all of the words mean. And then we also don't take the time to understand what the other person means because we can't, because we're listening to things virtually. And that's not, you know, we're, we're doing a podcast. So I could be slamming on what we're doing right now, but to make people more conscious when they're talking to other people of what they actually mean, because we parrot too much. Does that make any sense? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that goes back to one of our episodes talking about like uh, culture and social engineering and all that stuff. Like I, I ask myself a lot, like how much of you is actually you Mm. and how much of you has been socially engineered? Right. It's kind of a scary thought. Because, like, it, it takes away so much freedom. Like, sometimes you think that you're original, but are you? Like, I mean, how, how much of you is original? Right. Like, I think about that with my artwork, you know? Like, how much of it is actually that original? Probably not that much. Well, I mean, gosh, you can go really hippy-trippy on it, can't you? Because we'd be like, oh, you can take your color palette from the flowers and you, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, none that, of it's original. Yeah, and that gets into the whole AI, you know, is AI just, you know, what's the difference between AI copying or parroting, you know, some artists on the internet and hey, us doing the same if thing? If it's original like, to you. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if you if you consciously, and this comes back to conscious, if you consciously know that you're just carbon copying something or, you know, you're just lifting something. If you take influence from a lot of different things and you put it into your work and you're coming up with your own original concept, if you then later, has anyone done this before and you search for it, don't do that because that's just such a hot destroying moment yeah it is i've i will say if that it came to you that naturally that's that's original i think if you're an artist like as much as both of us probably you know need or want uh, maybe not needs the right word but like desire uh like you know interaction and stuff like i'm so much better off when i don't engage or interact on social media even with artists that i love because it it actually does make me more original Mm. uh, because i'm not one i'm not comparing to anything so Mm. i break down that wall of like fear which really crushes creativity do you do you you feel that you should um i I just need to understand that you're trying to say that you should have no inspiration from other artists or that you should limit it i'm saying you should limit it like, if you're anything like me, like, I tend to... I'm getting better about it, but I still have a big problem with, like, comparing myself. Yeah. Because I don't think I'm, like, good enough or whatever. So... I know. It if I, so, if I'm comparing myself to, like, all these amazing artists that have come before me, you know, Ingalls and Wrightson and, 
you know, Dolly and all, all these amazing artists, if I'm constantly comparing myself to them, it actually squashes my creativity. I don't get inspired. I, I feel I get, I initially get inspired and I want to create something, but then I, but, but then I, it stops me from creating anything because I'm comparing myself. Oh, uh, whatever I'm going to come up with. I don't even know what I'm going to come up with, but it's going to be garbage. That's incredible what you just said, because that's the misunderstanding of language because you are saying, Oh, I'm looking at these artists for inspiration. And you, you say, Oh, they are inspiring me, but you're comparing. And that's exactly it it's it's you're looking at the artist and you're purely comparing rather than being inspired so it's like i i would say i like to surround myself with art and see as much art as possible because there is no compare like i don't compare i probably should do but i accept my art for what it is and go oh well it's only at this level in my mind and all of this stuff inspires me what's happening is you're drawing in art for inspiration and then going well you're actually not drawing it in for inspiration you're actually comparing you you've got to break yeah. there's a barrier there that needs yeah, to be that's, broken yeah that's what i'm saying like if you don't do that or you don't because stella doesn't really feel like that um she she gets inspired by people and she acts and she does things she doesn't really compare herself that much um so if you're like that go for it you know (laughs) surround yourself with artwork like i'm i'm quite weird i'm sure a lot of artists are like this as well um because i i've heard from them personally they compare a lot and it causes them to not create and sometimes sometimes i actually have to put my own artwork around myself to inspire me because sometimes i feel like i can't do it again and i'm like well you did it over and over and over and over you did last year you did it two three years before that and you're constantly growing like what you did six years ago isn't even close to what you can do now so dude like uh, you know that's, cut yourself some slack no that's the ultimate man if you can pull up some of your old artwork and go oh man actually that was really good and and have that around you for inspiration i mean some people say well that's really self-indulgent that's narcissistic i mean i think that's if incredible. it helps you and it helps humble you and because it does both it helps humble me and then also gives me confidence so well, and, I, <laughs> and i think i think if you know obviously <laughs> Listen, I know from firsthand experience, if you're puffed up and you think you're amazing, you will get squashed. Like, I've had that happen to me. So, I mean, go ahead, but you're definitely going to get your ass kicked. Yeah, (laughs) but but I think there's time and place. I think there's some times where you can sort of sit back and go, wow, I did really good there and I've done that. And then I see another artist and they're even better, but I don't have a feeling of like, oh, no, mine's crap. I just go, oh, man. I want to get there, you know? Yeah, And then I've even had artists, there was one, do you remember there was a, I'm not going to say their name, but there was a puppeteer and I was obsessed and I thought they were really good. They did quite gothic puppets. And um, I I always was like, God, I wish I could do that. I wish I'll never be able to do that. And I look at them now and and I I haven't produced puppets, but I've produced um, caricatures and faces. And I'm like, God, mine are better than theirs. And that's not me being arrogant. It's just I can see I've captured something more than this artist. Exactly. I was just going to say, wicked, love it. Everybody has strengths and weaknesses. Obviously, as an artist or an individual, if you're if you're practicing something or you know have a skill, you always want to improve and you know slowly whittle down your weaknesses. But 
I would say lean into your strengths, mm. especially if you, you know, are down on yourself or, you know, lack confidence. If you, if you, if you lean into your strengths, then you can kind of, yeah, like if you're comparing yourself, you can be like, yeah, they're really good, but they're lacking in expression or yeah, but they're lacking in, you know, technical ability or accuracy or whatever. I love, I love seeing, um, like a style of artwork that I can't stand perhaps but loving the colour palette and then I'm doing sculpture and I'm doing something couldn't be more different so I I hate I don't know why I'm even saying Van Gogh I think isn't that weird I don't like his work I hate it so much but it pops into my head as an example because I don't like it so I don't even know why I'm saying that oh man do you ever have that wait 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 wait. I was going to say so if you had a Van Gogh or Van Gogh painting Van Gogh if you're in London, Van Gogh, Van Gogh, or Van Gogh. <laughs> if you're, well, I see, Van Gogh, Van Gogh. <laughs> that even sounds London-esque, but whatever. Um, and I he had a colour palette, and I'm doing a Marilyn Manson sculpture. I'd like to take the colour palette from definitely not his painting, but whatever, another one, and go. Oh, I'm going to put that on my sculpture, and that's really inspirational to me. So yeah, I do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I even do that with you know, I may like a certain expression from a cartoon but it is like worlds apart from my style i'm still going to try to emulate what yes. whatever essence that they got in their art i'm going to be like how can i do that in my right. style well, to so, me yeah. it's everything's original then because if you do stuff like that and you you even though you're drawing from other stuff unless you are out and out copying it without any soul inside it's original it's brand new even if it's similar to something else so i'm just like yeah, yeah. well i mean uh what is it uh, it's forget. The there, there's there's it a well. few quotes that i'm thinking of but um was it like copying is the biggest form of flattery or something i don't know yes yeah but yeah i guess my point is um yeah take take whatever works for you um and we're kind of get we were, we were talking about um manifestation well we weren't actually we're, well we were going to talk I, about yeah i was going to ask you some questions about it. it's like completely off the art well it's not off art it's so on art oh man i use manifestation a little recently i guess um in my artwork a lot because i want to yeah take the manifestation principles and um yeah, just pour pour them into my artwork. So, like, seeing myself drawing a certain way or seeing myself improve and already feeling or thinking that I'm there um, is kind of difficult, but I feel like it's kind of working a little bit. Um, I yeah, don't know. I think it's really... I think it... I don't know. For me, it's always been very pure in the fact that I don't think I'm somewhere at all. I'm just doing. And, and then sometimes I finish the piece and I'm like... That's not where I wanted it to be. I don't Sometimes do what I'm I drawing. finish and I'm like, God, that's ten times better than I thought it was going to be. So I, I don't know. For, for me, it's like a whole kind oh, of. Oh, I don't. I don't do it when I'm drawing. Right. I, I do it like in between drawing because I want, like, I have a place where I want to go. So I'm thinking about that, thinking about where I want to go, and trying to feel me being where I want to be, drawing wise or skill wise. So that's really interesting because we've talked about this before sometimes when i go it's not with my sculpture really well it is but it is it's more so if i go to draw something i can already see it on the page before i draw it and i can almost same same as sculpting i can can see the character and i trying to put what's in my head 
onto the like to create the character would you call that manifestation yeah i mean that's like a very tangible form of manifestation i'm very envious of that because i can't do that i know so many artists that say that or do that and i just don't understand it like I I think I've been able to do that like maybe a couple of handful of times. See, I don't understand not doing it. I'm like, well, how? Well, well, then what are you? You must be able to do that because how are you putting that onto the page? I don't know. I don't see it in my head. It's almost like I have a faint idea, and then I just I have a a faint picture of a composition, and then I'll go and reference little pieces of that composition right. so for example like one of the series that i'm going to do next has got muscle cars so i i work out a composition or an idea in my head and then i go oh, okay i need this element that element oh, to yeah. kind of fill the composition and then i go and i look at like the car that i'm looking for try to look for a certain angle then i draw that and then i just work everything out i don't see it all in my head and then well, draw from my head well the, does that see, make sense yes it makes complete sense sometimes if I, I do but it doesn't it's not all it's rarely what i want i get much better results doing the formula that i just explained well because i do a lot of um fantasy and whimsical work and I use a lot of sort of faces and bodies and stuff like that. Um, for me, I wouldn't be able to find the reference of the things I want because it's a creature that I've made up in my head. So that I get, and so and, and even a face or a facial expression. I don't think I've. I don't. I cannot even remember the last time I've had to reference a facial expression because I don't know. I just see it in my head. But something like you're saying, if I had to do a muscle car, I could see the muscle car in my head or a train or something but because i'm not passionate about trains or muscle cars i would have to go and look at reference and then i could come back and sculpt it but if it came to anything to do with a human face or figure i don't need reference at all yes yeah see, i just find no. that incredible because it can... won't be accurate by the way i just want to i just have to point this out if i was to draw it it would be a caricature a cartoon or even if it was serious it probably would have an element of caricature to it because it would be coming from my head which is a little bit warped so i but but, but yeah i, I don't yeah, need see that's my thing like if i'm drawing well i mean the the illustrations for failed to doom are a little bit different because it's it's supposed to be kind of silly or goofy but when i'm doing illustrations for clients or whatever like i want it to be very accurate so i can yeah i can come up with my own expressions and stuff but i like to I like to take a photo of myself with a specific impression and then I want to exaggerate that or come up with a slightly different thing. But I want to use my face to be able to get the lighting and the structure and everything spot on because I I don't know, I have a real pet peeve for like it not looking super accurate so it's right. it's kind of in the realm of like surrealism i guess in the sense that like i w i want it to have an element of realism i think as uh, you draw obviously it's a lot more realistic than my stuff my stuff's so cartoony so i don't know but do you remember even i think we posted it on fell to doom recently but that picture of mickey 
Hold, like I call him Mickey. No one's going to know called bloody Mickey, but the, he's, a, he's a Skeletor Mickey Mouse character who wears a skirt with big boots. He's trans, and he's well, he's not. He's not actually. He's <laughs> a crossdresser. No, I think he's completely. In my mind, he's completely eccentric. He's not trans oh, okay. nor gay or, or anything. He's a Skeletor Mickey Mouse character in a skirt and Jock Martin. He's Jonathan Davis. I don't know who he is, but I love him. And um, <laughs> when I was drawing him, um, every form of muscle rib butt cheek thigh whatever it was i can just it's because i can i feel like i can touch i can see it i don't need the reference it's there it's right yeah that's that's gotta be yeah (laughs) yeah talking about a manifestation i think i think that's a good way of explaining it that's probably the most like tangible form of manifestation is being creative and being able to do something like you know some people are like that with music they'll literally hear a melody in their head and they'll be able to replicate it with an instrument. But I, don't you think that comes... Well, for me, it comes with an obsession of the human form. Yeah. It, it does. Like, the, the shape of people's faces, their eyes, their teeth. You know, I've said to you before, I've always had a thing that if someone smiles, especially in America, everyone loves straight, white, perfect teeth. But um, one of my idols and, and yeah, first crushes was David Bowie. And when he smiles, when, when he smiled before he had his teeth done, he almost had, um, yeah, it was slightly wonky and yellow. And he had almost yeah, like character. Two, yeah, they had like two fang-like teeth. And they, they're etched into my mind because I thought they were marvelous. And there's certain characters that have got very strange facial structures and looks. And they're etched so hard in my head that that's why it's like an obsession that when I could draw it, I can see the muscle, the ribs, the everything because God, it's I, such an obsession. Yeah. I just find that so wild. I, you know, I've listened to interviews about Frank Frazetta. He was like that. A lot of comic book artists and other visual artists I didn't know that, are actually. like that. I had no and idea. I just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's I'm not imaginative enough or I can't ever remember like the I can't burn the image in my head. Like it, I have it, it, a, it I, impacts me. Certain people you do. You do. Your face yeah, your people, body, everything. Yeah. There's certain things about you that are so etched in my head. If someone took you away from me for two weeks and said, Draw him, I could draw you as a caricature. Because there's every detail etched into my Maybe head. Maybe I'm just not thinking about it enough. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I feel like I could not do that at all. Really? And it's not that I don't find it impactful. Like, there's loads of things that impact me so much. I just, I don't know. It's like it, it just kind of floats away. Like I, I, I cannot seem to. Maybe I can. Maybe if maybe if, maybe I'm not practicing enough, or maybe I, I'm not being deliberate to remember it or something. I don't know. It depends what hits you though, because for some people, obviously, it's like a scenery. Some people would be a field with poppies and stuff like that. That they, they find that so captivating. Whereas in my mind, I'm just like that's so boring. Like when people draw bowls of bloody fruit or. Um, I don't even understand why people like drawing life drawing. It's great for practice. We had to do it at school. It was so embarrassing. You'd have to stay after art club and you'd have the heating would be on full and some naked man or woman would come in and you draw them. And it's really good practice. But I was always like, I don't like this person. Why am I drawing this person? All right, they've got great giant bosoms or a particularly saggy ball sack. But it's just like, I don't... It, it, but it, it, which, well, those are the things that would humour me. 
but I, I found great joy in certain there are certain frames and I think it comes from their energy inside I think it's certain people and I I'd look at them and go I have to draw that person always had that with you yeah I, I could yeah I can te- definitely relate to that and I'd be able to draw them if I was looking at them but if I'm not looking at them that's that's the crazy part that I'm I'm trying to say that I don't have that you have and other artists have it's like you can step away and you'd still be able to draw that person i could not do that oh yeah i could see someone in the shops and a week later i could could still draw them no i just i (laughs) mean if i found them that fascinating like i kind of did that with the u-haul people yeah you did though you really remembered them (laughs) like yeah but i still i wouldn't prefer to do it that way okay i would prefer to look at them and draw a caricature of them does that make sense yeah but why because that means you want it accurate to what you saw but why not make it accurate to what you felt i do both okay okay because I, i do like with the failed to doom stuff like i'm seeing people in a certain way from their photographs yes. and i'm drawing them how i see them yeah your caricature is brilliant i'm feeling how how they are coming across to me yes whether they're super creepy or evil or doofy or well, cheeky or whatever i'm still drawing them in that way but it's to me it's more accurate so it's going to in my mind, translate better. Yes, the you did the drawing of Dolores Cannon and um, <laughs> oh my god, David I find this so fucking creepy. But the, but the, 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 Dolores Cannon, Cannon, she's dead, and I don't know much about her other than oh, she she's is? been everywhere. Well, her soul needs to move on. Well, she's all over the place at the moment, but the, 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 <laughs> I bet, the, yeah, she's the, her dead. holding David Ike and his facial expression—you've picked up something so strong in that picture. His—I don't know—I love it so much. And that last one you did was amazing. But I guess that's what I'm trying to say: is like I'm not just drawing what I see uh, physically; I'm drawing what I see spiritually as well. Yes so their character their soul yeah but i if if you were like how many times have we seen what uh that that guy on ancient aliens um giorgio yeah Yeah. how how many times have we seen him i could not for the life of me draw him not looking at him oh i could i just i couldn't maybe the hair no he's etched into my head i can tiny little I just, eyes i don't know yeah i know i can so i don't know maybe that maybe this year that's something that i'm gonna try to work on it's like a sort of initial it's, it's yeah i look i always say this everyone hates to judge personalities looks whatever i see it as a as survival and it's like when i see someone i judge but i'm i'm judging like i see oh small eyes big nose huge forehead blah 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 blah, and all this stuff not knowing it doesn't mean that i don't like them but i'm creating a caricature in my head uh and then yeah then you've got oh, what is it called caricature party what what's that that instagram handle that we both follow i don't know it. i'm pretty sure that's what it's called caricature party oh, okay i have to check that they're they're Do in florida okay yeah you do oh man yes i do (laughs) i know exactly what you're talking about most insane beautiful work it's it's like beyond it's like you'd expect the artist to be on acid but yes it's called caricature party they're incredible all of you need to check this out because if you enjoy my illustrations you'll definitely really like i mean they're the most like wild well your caricature illustration is so far from your 
your defame art stuff but yeah yeah they, oh, i'm not surprised i didn't even know they had 1.3 million followers oh, wonderful but, um, oh hawaii that's where they're and i love of. the fact that the guys that sit down to have their portrait taken they don't take themselves seriously because you'd expect you're like oh my god they're going to be so well, offended but they just but go ah, and they laugh. i love so, it i don't know how you, i mean i take myself pretty seriously uh less so these days but i can still get pretty butthurt about things but they're so their caricatures are so mean far and they're so mean like i don't know but how you could take i don't know how you could take offense to them because they're so exaggerated that like there's no way that you could ever remotely look like that well you know they what have I mean? like a, the, a girlfriend that, that like the dudes the, the boyfriend's just coming out of her butthole which means that the artist is seeing that the girlfriend's a way bigger character or louder yeah, yeah. and so they've portrayed that so it, i mean i can see how people could take <laughs> yeah, offense or, or or but, the boyfriend or the the girlfriend is like the dude's chin yes. or like forehead. It's, it's amazing. It's so great. Yeah, they make them look. Oh, I, I'd love to get that done. I think it's fantastic. It's hey, so well, someday, someday, we do. I would love to go. I've never been to Hawaii. I've always wanted to be uh, be be in Hawaii. I've well, always wanted to go to Hawaii. Well, as failed to do grows, maybe that should be an episode. We should get on the plane, film it, and um, go across, get our portraits done. Chat That'd to be the amazing. artists, and then we can draw them. See how they like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I that'd be that'd be hard to compete with them. They're pretty good. Oh, I love it. I am getting better at caricature. Like Your they've actually te- they've they've watching their their uh, stories and stuff. Like it's definitely helped me a lot with my caricatures. Yeah. Like the things that they know, because they also zoom in on the things that they're like focusing on. Tiny so they zoom, yeah, it's so tiny. It's like, oh my god, I totally get what you mean. Like their their illustrations make so much more well, sense. Well, they would have like someone with that. a gap in the teeth, but they put like a whole train coming through or something because they've <laughs> yeah. made it so wide, yeah. and then they just draw some wild trippy shit. You know, it's great. It's really really trippy. It's yeah, really they're drawing cool. crazy. Shout it. out to Caricature Party. Yeah, we should we but, should give um, them a tag. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you know, I wanted to talk to you about manifestations because we've talked, we've touched on it before. Manifestations, manifestations. But um, I, I was listening to something. Oh, what was that? Did you fart? <laughs> no, the Orba. Oh, the Orba. Oh, I got salmon Orba for Christmas. It's very cool, but we Love haven't it. worked out how to use it yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm growing. I'm. You're I'm growing. Learning. Yeah, I'm growing. I'm learning it. <laughs> I am. It's still a bit frustrating, but I'm not, I'm not growing that way. All right. Well, I just wanted to talk about. Um, so I listened to something, and it really. I was like, oh my god, is this taking manifestation too far? Probably. You've got the manifest. Oh, sorry, my eyes are so itchy. I don't know if it's like allergies or what. I hope it's not pink eye. Well, I hope not either. It might be. Both of our kids are just like pooping them everywhere. Off. Yeah, <laughs> just, there's probably so much fecal matter in the air. In the air it's just <laughs> landing on everything. God damn. Um, but yeah, so they were saying that to manifest properly, and it it did make me think of something that my sister said when we first got together and when we first moved into our own apartment. Oh, and this was I had a drawing of um, 
a pheasant. Dolores no, Cannon? sorry. No, what, oh, what did oh, I have? No, oh, a, a peacock. <laughs> I thought it was a vagina. <laughs> I guess. I had a picture of a peacock feather because I work visually. So rather than actually writing notes, I put uh, drawings of things down in my notebook. And I had it. He was like, what's with the vagina? I, I was, was like, looking it's at a peacock upside down. feather. <laughs> whatever but yeah your sister said it was bad luck yeah she said it was really bad luck and i didn't and i listened to something and it had me it got me thinking because they were saying if you want to manifest properly in your life and i thought some of these things use peacocks i wrote them down no i thought some of them you'd find really funny because actually i think we do all of these things in the bad way so it's items in the home so if you've got any clothes that are old I've got like a whole chest of drawers. I feel like this is also like a very subtle kind of advertising out. of Buy like materialism. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. no, well, no, it's, well, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, 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 but cause they talk about, um, okay. So if you've got clothes that are old in your house, because apparently that represents the bar, the past. Burn them. Apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, how old, like weeks old. <laughs> Well, I guess it's just if you don't wear them anymore. So if they're not on oh, rotation gotcha, in your closet, gotcha, okay. then it's um, broken broken items. So mirrors. <laughs> so I feel like we do have. We've got. I've got several two, well, broken we're items. We're in the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, clocks that don't work and broken clocks, and I'm like, oh god. Okay. Oh. Um, worn out underwear. <laughs> yeah all of my underwear looks like it's it looks like swiss cheese several of mine and they don't fit they yeah. compress my balls into like uh, <laughs> or yeah. well, maybe they hang out because of the holes ripped i don't know no no they're not that big the holes okay and they say that's because it, it represents that it's a private thing of us that's unseen but that we don't value ourselves <laughs> well okay do they these people have children <laughs> I don't know. Probably uh, not. Worn out or broken dirty shoes? Hey, you know what? That's how I like my shoes. <laughs> so right? go fuck yourself. Well, I put that as a side note because I was like, what if, what if, what if no, I did because I was like, what if these things are really comfy and you love them? Because surely it's... You're, no, that's hilarious because, no, <laughs> since I've known her, she's always like, everything that she really <laughs> loves is just fucking destroyed. It's decimated. <laughs> I just but, but no, I destroy no, you, things in minutes. But but no, what you said to me actually made a lot of sense. You were like, yes, but I love it. I take it everywhere. I I don't I don't uh, I want to use it. I want to get the most out of it. So I'm not prissy about it. I'm not going to be you know making it all pristine. You know those psychos that fucking you know buy a pair of shoes that they love and they keep it in a glass box. You know well, you know mom, those fucking weirdos. My mom and dad always <laughs> used to say it to me. Why are you so hard on everything? You break everything. And I do. And I don't know why or how. I'd have something for five minutes and it'll probably be smashed or broken. I think or you're ripped. just thinking about too many other things. Uh, probably, but I love it. And I and it doesn't matter if it's smashed or broken or used or smudged. Or I, if I love it. I love it. So, But that's what anyway. I'm saying. That's actually like a, a, a very valid point that... I scratched my head and I was like, oh, shit, well, she's got, she's got a point. Well, apparently the shoes is a big one because it's it's metaphorical on missteps, uh, past burdens, taking a wrong journey, a journey of growth or enlightenment, and new, adventure, new yeah, adventures okay, well, and set challenges. Well, and apparently your shoes, if, but also <laughs> new shoes are quite rubby. Well, 
I don't. I actually don't like new shoes at no, all. No, do I. I want. I want to run them over a few times but with my Sam, car. Does that mean that you're manifesting? Um, not you know. No, I want to be fucking path. comfortable. But I agree. This is, this is why I wanted to talk about <laughs> okay, it. Okay, okay. This is very interesting. I would I love to cross. see who this fucking person is that wrote this shit. It's because probably Dolores Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from her grave. <laughs> no, but she's left. No, this I whole see this. I see this as some. No, some you're gonna kind. you're gonna take yeah some, some kind some kind of entitled fucking gold digging bitch because she just wants everything fucking new all the time. <laughs> It's some it's some grandiose scheme to just constantly have new shit and and explain it away. Well, I don't want to be stuck in the past. You know, Derek, Derek, I I need new shoes because (laughs) I've been wearing those shoes for the past five years. You know how many arguments we've had in those shoes? (laughs) They hold energy, Derek. They hold energy, Derek. Do you want me to move past this? I'm going to keep fucking bringing this up. We're going to have to replace the carpets, Derek. (laughs) All the arguments. It's holding energy. I know that actually, sounds though, very it, sexist. I'm I'm making a point. I'm trying to be funny. It's not but. sexist. It's actually kind of a bit more realist, <laughs> isn't it? Come on. Now. But no, I seriously. Women I would, care more about physical things than men do. <laughs> well, yes and no. I mean, dudes do. It's just they're different. It's just different. Yeah. You know, guys want to have an. You know, if they have a prized vehicle, they want to keep it fucking pristine. You know, they don't want any nicks or scratches. Or like my ex-boyfriend, who loved all that kind of stuff, but he said he'd like to have a cardboard box as a coffee table. Yeah, that's just insane to me. You yeah. need to have a nice, sturdy coffee table. Right. But anyways, um, you know, teach their own. But I am so interested. Do you? Was it a blog? Was it an article? Who was saying these things? Um, I can't remember. It, it was a it was a podcast. I think that I clicked on podcast. To. Okay, was it a female? It was. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> it was. I think it sh- I think she was Japanese actually. <laughs> Not okay, that means. Well, it. I don't know. I'm I'm being honest. I think it was. It, it does. was. She was saying, but she was also. It does. It actually does mean a lot because I've stayed with Japanese people. I've had Korean friends. You know, it's Hang not. A, it's Korean not a bad isn't thing. Japan, yeah. Asian. Okay. Oh, well, it's, just clubbing them it's all together. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. It's Eastern culture, okay. which is fine. All right, that that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not a dig. It's just an observation. Like, you are very cleanly, and you like organization. There's nothing wrong with that. But everything on this list definitely <laughs> definitely goes parallel with those things well, also, i want new shoes i want them to be super clean you need to take them off when you go in the house you need well to put it makes on these- sense where you had those sort of what was that tradition in japan where they slept on like wooden pillows <laughs> it's like everything's really pristine Wait, yeah you know wooden you get, pillows well, it, yeah they have like wooden, wooden. <laughs> what if you need to like turn it over well, <laughs> haven't you seen where they have like wooden clog shoes and actually the clog shoes look almost identical to the pillows they sleep on but they also are on these like stilts because it's like yeah. they want minimal surface <laughs> yeah don't make anything dirty yeah. it's almost like not living isn't it i don't know but, i know it's like they want that's why they're all about this enlightenment they literally want to be a fucking ghost so they don't touch anything but sam this is why i so desperately wanted to talk to you about it because i'm so into manifestation and i yeah. truly believe that manifestation works do you think that's what the buddha was doing when he would man- like meditate he was trying to like levitate so he didn't have to fucking touch anything made nothing dusty yeah well then he would have eaten less because he was a big fat chunk 
Well, I don't understand like why people are always bringing him shit. First of all, he can't Did eat they? it. Yes. What do you mean he can't eat it? He was so so chubby. No, no, his statues and shit. People bring him food and like fucking bouquets of like grapes and shit. When he was real. When he was real, I don't think anybody gave a fuck. Uh, (laughs) Well, that makes that makes all sense. What humans associate? It's just like Jesus. Like, let's be honest. Like, there's not. According to the Bible, there was twelve dudes that gave a fuck, and eleven of them ended up, you know, sticking with him. One of them fucking betrayed him. So he had eleven Instagram followers. The equivalent of (laughs) yeah, and one unfollowed and blocked. And then the whole of, like, all Jewish people blocked him. He well, wasn't popular, I mean, okay. was he? I'm obviously exaggerating a little bit, but, <laughs> I mean, you think about all the parables. There were so many times that everybody, like, got pissed off or was confused, walked away scratching their heads. Like, he was not a very popular guy. So I'm saying so it wouldn't happened? surprise did, me did if the Buddha it... was the same fucking way. No one gave a shit. So how did Jesus go from 12 followers... And one blocker to and then, and like a, the whole world to the whole <laughs> to the whole I'm manifestation. He, Do you reckon he, he was these a rules? master of manifestation? Yeah, I guarantee you. Uh, well, actually, did he stay a lot in of people, the, Did he stay in the barn? A lot of people thought he was poor. <laughs> Let me remind you, he got oh, he got gold when he was born. You know that, right? Yeah, but that could be a nugget still back then it could have been a stud for one of his ears i mean jesus we we all know about man or uh, manifestation inf- inflation i mean could you imagine how much gold was worth back then it even if it was a, a nugget he was a fucking millionaire oh all right oh. a tooth before he had any yeah they just push it in the gum <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> it's extra pointy the roots are extra pointy, so it you can stab there. it in I don't there. know. Or say, I don't know, around, a tooth God. around his neck. I don't know. I'm not trying to be sacrilegious. We I'm keep going back to, to religion. I would, I, I know. I would it's hope terrible. to think trauma, that God would think this is funny. Of course he does. I mean, he probably doesn't even listen, but. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel. Anyway, so apparently unused hangers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say handkerchiefs. I don't know why. Well, they're not good either. Basically, unused hangers and hooks. Uh, stagnation, apparently. Or, uh, opportunities left hanging. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it means... Um, okay, it so means, no ropes in the house. Yeah, it, opportunities <laughs> left hanging, it means waiting and lacking, and that blocks manifestation of good things coming in. But do you know what my mind went straight to? Hang on, if you've got a whole wardrobe full of empty hangers, surely you're manifesting they're going to be full one day. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and what about fucking doors? You live in a house, is that blocking anything? Well, Sam, that doesn't work because doors open. <sighs> yeah, but walls don't. <laughs> you can knock them down. I yeah, don't know. But uh, yeah, no, I, but this is why I want to talk about it because I had This is amazing. Everything I, I was it. listening to, I was like, but wait, surely I this could s- mean I have something more questions else. Than answers. Yeah, it means something else to me because I <laughs> tend to go to the optimistic side. Everything she was saying, I was like, but I don't agree with that, which meant that my house would be left in chaos and mess and hers would be empty and beautiful. <laughs> so I was like, hang on, which one of us is right here? But okay, so also... Well, no, I think there should be a balance. Of course because, there should okay, be balance. We're, probably we're, the point of the podcast. Yeah, we're, going, we're going through a season where we're both very annoyed at the chaos. 
but Me? we can you? only or everyone. Bo- both of us are annoyed at our f- our um, oh, current situation well, that's with we've the got chaos. Two children under exactly. two. That's what I'm saying. And I, I'm what I'm saying is this: this woman could very well be single and have no children. Yeah, right. But I'm I'm looking on on a, on a bigger level because I'm I'm also imagining it when the kids move out and they're older, or I'm imagining it's kind of they're when never going to move out. Oh no! I'm joking. <laughs> Joking. I'm just gonna keep them. No, nope. love you guys. Next week. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um. So yeah, broken mir- mirrors. Then it said clutter. Well, there's one. <laughs> I know Sam's actually got a smash mirror that he purposefully smashed and put up for art. I think it looks fucking cool. Well, apparently that's really bad because it means. Well, apparently she can go fuck herself. Sam, stop swearing. <laughs> They've got every other word. Blimey. She says blimey, which means blimey. Um, yeah, apparently a broken mirror means a distortion of reality. Hmm. So we've got one mirror, which is like a circus mirror, which we didn't realize because we liked the frame so much. And it was like a vintage mirror. And we got it back in the house, put it up in the bedroom. And it's like when you look in it because the mirrors walk. Oh, right. Yeah. In fact, we've got about three mirrors like that. So all reality is distorted, apparently, in the house. Very bad. Very bad news. Yeah. But if you're if you're looking bad, into a mirror for your reality, I think you're a bit mentally disturbed. You can just observe reality. You don't need a mirror. Well, I can't observe my face without one. Apparently, yeah, well, that's true. But apparently mirrors are like a... Portal? Kind of upsy-downsy world. They're like a, another reality. So even if you're looking into... Th- I mean, that's what the esoteric and occult teaches. So yeah. I don't know what she's reading, but I mean, she's well, partly right. with her. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I'd written down her name. We better send her an email. You have pissed off my husband. Something rotten. No, no, no. I'm just. I guess I'm getting really into it because I find it fascinating. But I'm also, you know, m- you know, make, making light no, of it it's and great. making fun of it. It's great because I think a lot of people would follow these things, clear things out of their house, think I'm doing all the things I possibly could do. And their life's still fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I was looking at it and I was like, but I've got a counter for nearly all of these why I believe these are manifesting things good in my life, which might be, you know, where I'm going wrong. But um, I also... <laughs> no, no. Oh, no, because I... Yeah. But I, um, I just thought, hmm... I'm not sure about this. And then surely I, isn't manifestation subjective then? Well, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Okay. The, here's my spin on it. Okay. In all seriousness, I think life is all about balance and she's not necessarily saying anything bad or anything that I disagree with. Mm. Um, even though I'm making fun of and, you know, making jokes and stuff. You gotta. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's all about balance. Like if you're if you're too pristine, you can't live life and you're going to get so upset and wound up by when a smudge. A smudge or especially if you have kids, good luck trying to be this anal retentive, you know, OCT o- OCD type person. Like it you're going to go fucking insane. What's OCT? Obsessive, obsessive compulsive. Obsessive compulsive what? Tripping? I don't know. Obsessive compulsive tidying? Tyranny, I don't know. Obsessive compulsive tyranny. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, 
No, you have to be realistic. But on the flip side of that, me personally, and you know, there is studies out there that when people live in chaos, when there is no organization or any tidiness, mm-hmm. it does make people more on edge. It makes people more unhappy. It makes people uh, less organized. In well, their it head. does. We've talked about this. I can't handle if the house gets too untidy. I freak out, and it gets me very, very stressed out. But if you go. <laughs> If you were to go to my work desk, um, it looks like... Or the sink. Or the sink? What do you mean? What, oh, in our house? Oh, well, I don't have bloody time right now. I've got two (laughs) kids under you. Or the sink. I fully accepted it, and I love you so much, but it is very funny. Not No, forget the sink. But no, my workspace, it looks like someone has probably just gone into Hobby Lobby, filled up a cart full of stuff, come in and um, smashed a few bits of it up and then thrown it onto my desk. And I clear a spot that's about the size of, I don't know, a sandwich. And and that's <laughs> where I makes, work. But it makes a lot of sense. And, You've and explained it to me. And it, because yeah. I've got all of these mountains and I'm like, I, I'm working. I'm like, oh, I'll grab a bit of that. Oh, I can use this. And oh my God, that would work. And I love it. And I need the mess. It's beautiful. But no, Sam, Sam can, looks at it and he's just like, what the f- is going on? No, I, can, I you've explained it to me and I, I do see your point. Oh, that's great. Um, the sink. I can't work that like that. That is just, well, I can't. Yeah. I have. I have been able to work. Like, when I was doing mixed media and I was doing more painting and stuff like that, I can totally get what you mean. And the mess does help with, uh, what's the word? Like, inspiration. Not, yeah, inspiration. But inspiration. like in the moment. In the moment, you need the chaos to be able to keep a free flow. Yeah. So I totally understand that. I need it um, so much, and then and I then just, I get very stressed out because I can't find things. Yeah, I was gonna say, but <laughs> to has, me, it it's to a point. Like, if you would have saw my studio when I was doing painting and stuff, you'd probably feel a little bit better about yourself. But you'd also see that there was some organization like i could i could find there was some kind of organization then i could find things i find your your the way you work very very cleanly it's a bit well now it's now it's totally different because i'm doing a completely different medium oh yeah okay (laughs) yeah of course what do i live on a rock i I know some people might not get it am i a starfish am i patrick maybe but okay i don't know um yeah so i sometimes found it a bit like that but i do Make, it makes sense more with your your kind of work. It's much cleaner. Mine, well, yeah, so I'm messy. literally using one, unless you know the markers or if I'm using watercolor. But even watercolor, a lot of times I use the aqua brushes with the watercolor. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but like they're cubes of watercolor, and it's all in a tray, so it's all organized. I don't have to keep squirting a tube of watercolor or acrylic into you know a palette or whatever. So it's all very, like, what I do is organized. Whereas what you do is, it's it's not, like, you, and it's not a bad thing. Well, one of her main sort of um, statements was that it's it's a, prof- all of our, even, even in your working environment, your bedroom environment, just, or your entire house, she says it's a profound connection between our living space and our inner space. And I've heard that so much, but that's rubbish. It makes me think of bad lip reading. You don't find what you don't want to well, find. I just find that crazy because I've met some people. There was a woman that I used to work with who was, um, she 
was a receptionist at uh, one of the hair salons, and she was she used to brush her teeth after every meal. She was obsessively I dieted. Heard that's actually bad for you. She used to well apparently, and, and she used to um, she said used to talk about how every and if anyone had a shower in her house, they had to squeegee down the shower because she had to have it perfect. And you know she was a, a clean freak. And I don't see someone that's got inner peace. And they if, if they're saying no, they things have, like they profound have control issues, yeah, they have to control everything, yeah. Whereas I have chaos, and I'm control. like, whatever, man. Yeah. No, I can totally relate to that because when we first got together, I was way more controlling. Like, I had to control my environment. Like, I was way more... I know I had a lot of... Interesting. I, I know I had more mass as far as, like, beer cans. <laughs> Piles of them. Piles of them. But as far as, like, you know, doing laundry every week, get you know, cleaning the floors... Tidy, like I would tidy and I would have things in their place. But you also met me in a more messy time. Like if you would have met me, you know, a couple of years Wait, prior. Wait, are you saying that you you were trying to be cleaner because you were messy in the head? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's how like, I see it. But they're saying it's the no, other way around. Well, then they're lying to themselves. I think so. Or, well, maybe they're not. This and is just, just me personally. Me front. personally, like I had to have extreme organization because I felt so unorganized but in think, my head. Well, think about it. How organized do you have to be in your head to live in absolute chaos and still know where everything is? Because <laughs> I'll be like, oh my gosh, everything's in, me- in I, a mess. But she'll like, be looking for something for like 20 minutes and I find it who, in like me? a, a split Oh, second, yes, yeah. but I'm talking about my workspace. <laughs> oh, okay. That's contradictory to what I'm, I'm talking about. But that's because, baby, that's our house and that's with children. That's different. I'm talking about in your own like spot. Oh, right. Like, yes, I can't see crap for crap. Like, I'm trying to find her sippy cup and I can't see it because I'm trying to... I actually imagine it in a... Diff- like, this is ridiculous. I can imagine her sippy cup full and I'm looking for a full sippy cup. But the thing is, her sippy cup's empty. No, I told... And I her do sippy the same cup thing. could be literally in front of me, but I can't see it because I've imagined it full. And I think my dad used to have that problem because he would literally... He could never find anything and he would always yell at my mom like... I can't find this Corinne I can't find that and my mom would be like it's here but I think he was imagining it a certain way because that's what I do and if you can't see what you're imagining how can the hell you see it yeah I get that it drives me nuts I hate it because I can see that's what my dad must have done like I've done it to you I open the fridge and I'm like oh my god where's the I don't know mayonnaise but I've imagined it upright but actually it's been put back upside down so I can't see it it's so stupid sorry honey (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i get i get that i think it's also just like you're thinking about so many different things you're just a bit distracted but maybe I'm i'll not also about say things, I'll, I'll also say for me it's not just feeling unorganized in my head it's also like if i don't have my workspace tidy enough or my studio tidy enough, it makes me very stressed out. Well, that's and how I feel ma- about the house. And though. it makes me feel like depressed. Yes. Like if everything has kind of its own, and I also find it helps um, save time with things. So if everything's in its right place, you can find it as opposed to when everything's chaotic. Yeah. You spend so much more time looking for things. No, I totally so, agree. So I think it's just a balance of 
you know, it's not practical or realistic, especially when you have kid, the young kids, uh, to have everything super tidy and in its right place. But I feel like we do a fairly good job having two kids and yeah. making it organized enough or put away enough that we feel comfortable enough so to be able to relax. Came, yeah, and if people yeah. came in, I don't feel too like ashamed or anything. But I think also mine came from um my my upbringing and my family like my dad liked to do all his own diy so he had to do everything himself and they lived in that and they well they don't live in that house anymore but my entire childhood until i moved out we all lived in this house that my dad never completed so he would you know build one will decorate one room and then 10 years later one room got decorated blah, blah, blah. and it was it was organized chaos in some extent but it was just horrible and there was just like nowhere to put anything and i don't know i just found the whole thing really stressful and i that's why as soon as we moved in here i was just like we've got to decorate i want to decorate straight away i want oh, spaces for things I'm straight like away and and my mom's always saying to me relax just like you just all the time in the world i'm like no i don't because life no, <laughs> you don't I, have it all the time and in the world. i think life i, I think it depending on the circumstances depending on the personality i think you can kind of you know uh what's the word not give or take but like you can kind of take that with a grain of salt but I'm definitely like that too. I always have the sense of urgency because I know that I can be a procrastinator and I can, you Gosh, know, put like put that, things yeah. off. Well, it's because <laughs> you haven't seen me as well. You're I, hard on yourself, though. You're hard on yourself. I am, but I can. I know that I can be really lazy, and I know I can be a procrastinator. So I've tried to train myself. I don't do it with everything. I definitely procrastinate, and I'm lazy with lots of things that I'm trying to fix. But I'm saying that I do try to do things immediately mm-hmm. because I know that I'll probably forget or I'll, you know, procrastinate or put it off. So if I don't do it then, yes. it may possibly never get done. That's not that's <laughs> so, not just you though. I think that's that's everyone and I so think that's I a have, good way I to I have to. Well, another thing that they were saying as well in the house is um which I thought was really funny because we do this as well. And it was that you shouldn't have bests. You shouldn't have best cutlery. You shouldn't have best plates. You shouldn't have a best thing because it means that you're not worthy. You should have the, the things that you love. So, you know, um, what? Well, wait, 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 hold up. It's a bit more old fashioned. It's not, not even our parents' generation. It's more our grandparents. You know how they used to have like display cabinets of like the best china? like china very very expensive china stuff but we we do do that we have like matte gold cutlery that we save for best and then we have all this like mishmashed like um charity cutlery that we had when we first got together that like parents and cousins and aunts have given us my grandparents are so opposite one of them didn't care about any of that stuff because they grew up in the great depression and they got hit really hard so Mm -hmm. they like they they like never had really any nice things so as in they the didn't like one, to use them or they did like to use them no they just didn't have them <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so when they did have things eventually they, they had a best or they didn't have a best is what i'm trying to say oh i guess they had a best they just took care of things but okay. they never they never like put in a display case or whatever and then you have my other grandparents that were very well off 
and they almost didn't even give a shit if it got broken. <laughs> but that's how I feel. Does that make sense? Yeah, but even like I they would have things much, in display but cases. But if I was to take a baseball bat and shatter it, they'd be pretty pissed off. But they'd get over it. Like they wouldn't be devastated. Does that make sense? Well, that's good because that's lack of attachment. You know, you shouldn't be too oh, attached. Oh, definitely. To stuff. Yeah, both both of my grandparents were very detached. But I, I guess my, well, I guess my point is I didn't experience that, but I. I think I know what you're talking about. So apparently the fact that we have a drawer full of best cutlery that is, we are manifesting in our house. This is, apparently this is, this is energy. So it's not even our okay. thing. It's not even our thinking. That's why I was like, oh my God, I have to talk to you about this because we have so many things in our house that apparently we are manifesting just the worst of the worst. So yeah, having, having, okay. having that cutlery is manifesting. It doesn't feel like that. No, it feels it like doesn't. pretty good things are happening. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> so, I mean, well, who I knows? It might come and slap us in the face, but. Well, I don't know. So yeah, apparently that's a big no-no. You must, if you have anything precious, like, the best cutlery or tableware hmm. or whatever you must be okay. using it okay <laughs> i mean we do use it i actually I, prefer I the crappy stuff i'm not gonna lie that's why i use it really we've got the matte gold stuff and i i don't i don't know if i like the texture of the matte gold i think i just like shiny huh. classic old cutlery huh that's us from goodwill though <laughs> what is our cutlery yeah, the, the older stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, hand, it's from your parents, it's from grandparents, it's all hand-me-down stuff. And Goodwill, it's everywhere, yeah. Yeah, it's a mishmash. I, I actually think I prefer using it, but I don't know if that's because I don't value myself enough. And, you know, that's where it comes back to the whole manifestation thing. Every time I use, like, sometimes the nice bowls and our nice plates, and like, I sometimes feel like I actually like using the plastic ones and the, the crappy cutlery. I actually... I- <laughs> That's so weird because I I like both. I mean, I I don't I could use either or. Like I I feel more f- not fancy. I guess it, it feels nicer using it the the me. different cutlery. It doesn't. I don't I don't like it as much. I like oh. using all the crappy stuff. Oh. Wow, that's so weird. I know. I don't. Yeah, know it why. doesn't really affect me that much. Like it's more it's more to. Make other people feel a little bit nicer. Well, I, I guess that's our hope. No, to, to I, the, I think to, for me personally, it was that I wanted the nice stuff. But when I used it, it didn't feel like I thought it would feel. Oh, weird. Okay. So I've always kept it as best. Otherwise, yeah, I, I would serve our dinner with the nice stuff. But I don't. I use the old stuff because I just like the old stuff. Oh, I don't know. I mean, that's how I grew up. There was always like two different things right like, i didn't grow up with that because we, we we didn't one entertain or two could afford to have two different things well it, was it wasn't like it that is, when it I, was sorry it, was. it wasn't like that when i was growing up but when i got a bit older and they had better cutlery um there was it was very much like what we have so it was like stuff that they had early on in their marriage gotcha. and then things that they had later on. Cause I don't know if it was, they hey, couldn't let go or I was going to say, maybe I should throw out all the old stuff and get used to the nice stuff. And maybe then yeah, that would be my new that. reality. Now. Okay. This is hmm. a very personal thing, but I'll just mention it. No one's going to know what we're talking about other than you and I, but I do get very annoyed with the new silverware that it doesn't fit in the fucking slots when you put it in the dishwasher. 
You know what I'm talking about? I do, but that, I mean... <sighs> Anyways, that's completely <laughs> off topic. It's because it's a fandangled shape. Yeah, well, I didn't know. No, but anyways. Okay, that, I, I mean, I don't know. I kind of get what she means, but I don't know. Like, with me, l- let's say, okay, I have some art supplies that I spent a fair amount on and it's garbage i it doesn't but you it doesn't it. do no i don't love it oh right okay sorry Schwoops. no there there's some brushes that i spent i think one of them was like 60 dollars or more it's fucking garbage oh well, it's absolute garbage that's it doesn't even thing. do it doesn't keep its shape it it doesn't do what i was hoping it would do and i'm spending more money on it hoping that it's going to work better than the cheap shit that only works for you know maybe a month or so but this day and age expensive stuff is still cheap shit that's true but my point is even sometimes the good stuff isn't even that good so i'm so by me using a quote-unquote cheaper or lesser than item to me, it serves a purpose and it does me better than having the, the more expensive thing. Yeah. No, I and, get you, I get you. and sometimes, okay, also, I have, I have a fairly expensive pair of shoes, only one of them, but I don't wear them that often because they're so uncomfortable. I really like them, but they're very uncomfortable. So well, this I'd is, much this rather... Is where, this is where my conclusion came from listening to it, that it's each to their own. It has to be in each to their own. And it's then it means also you can't have, which is exactly what we've just done, is a whole podcast on manifestation. I think I think this chick just is very high maintenance, and I think she's <laughs> she really just didn't seem it. making. She seemed like a up. very nice old lady. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was being very sweet, but I took from it. I think you'd have to be so mentally disconnected from the world and in such a bad place to have to go. Okay, I'm going to follow all of these rules, and my life's going to be better. And no, I think it would. Just, I think it would help you if you were in a complete mess like yeah, that. Yeah, she's probably just helping. I mean. I think if you live in an like if you're a hoarders type situation and your house is just a fucking hellhole and you need to clean shit up, yeah, you could probably take her advice. Well, I but wanted- if you're <laughs> if you're like fairly cleanly, I don't know, man. Like if you if you're doing all right, just ignore this chick. Going back to what I was saying before with objects as well, a manifestation. So you know, the one of the reasons I drew down the peacock feathers was obviously because you and i love them we thought they were really beautiful i think they're and then, awesome yeah oh, i do we love them and then we actually put them in the we put them in a skip didn't we well do you call them a skip here? no what face. do you call them a what face Files. oh no <laughs> a skip is where you throw things out we threw them out at, oh oh like a garbage bin a dumpster a dumpster yeah we put them in a dumpster because my sister was like get them out of your house it's really bad and so we were like, oh, no, we don't want to um, have any weird juju. So we, we did get rid of them. But this is what brought me into... They're so cool. Uh, they are. Okay, well, don't... We can get some more. No, no, no. Sorry, I was just reminiscing. <laughs> you literally like, looking into the, into the ether. Because, well, it's because I was thinking about, like, uh, one of the reasons why I like them so much is because 
the St. Louis Zoo. It's amazing. You've been there. Mm. I don't know if we ever saw a peacock, but they have peacocks oh, yeah. that just roam around free. Yeah, one of my and one of my friends, one of my mom's friends, had a peacock that used to always be in the, her front garden. They're really cool they're birds. They're they're quite kind of majestic. They're they're not like aggressive or anything. But I love the sound of them, and it kind of I guess their feathers and their sounds and stuff like that. It brings me back to a lot of fond memories of going to the zoo with you know my Aww. grandpa or you know my See, family and stuff like that. Thing. What so, it brings you personally. Yeah. So seeing those, not only are they awesome and they're really beautiful, but it makes me think of all of those. Times, right, you know? and I find them quite inspirational, the colors, the patterns. So I'd look at them and think they're beautiful. But I remember it was one video I did in, in our home and I sent it to my sister and she was like, she's really into like witchy stuff and she was just like, get them out of your house, that's really bad luck. But it does make me think like, it comes back to this whole, it, get, it comes back to manifestation, it comes back to intuition, it comes back to everything's going on, this sort of big awakening. Should we follow any rules full stop other than a rule that's inside? Or yeah, is, it maybe that's the, is it stupid yeah. to ignore that because there's there's our external energies and we don't know what energies peacocks give off. <laughs> I don't think they're particularly bad. Yeah, but why do certain things yeah. represent certain things? And who said yeah, so? And why are we all being pushed to believe? And also this comes down to a very strong point. Hang on. I know we've talked a lot and I really have to get in No, you're on fine. This. You're fine. Um, yeah. So while I was listening to that, I went on to another thing and it was like things in the house and that's why I was talking about the peacock feather. But... Um, <laughs> You know I love me a bit of Machine Gun Kelly. I love. I you know I do. You know I do. Watch well, a little documentary on the fuck. Yeah. I f- I love me. <laughs> if anyone knows I, me, I found it interesting. I love. I love Machine Gun Kelly. I love him and I love his music. But he recently came out with um, a guitar. A what? Oh, a turd. He came out with a turd. Yes, probably. Um, don't get jealous, sir. He came out with a guitar that's razor blade shaped and i'll have to show oh it to you oh my god i hope he cuts himself on it <laughs> sorry well that's basically been the feedback of the world <laughs> oh god well that wasn't very original no one seems to well actually i beg to differ because what i saw is the whole metal community and there's, there's several reasons that i freaked about this and i wanted to talk to you about it one oh, okay right so yeah I don't know where to start, but yeah. So, so I'll, I'll we'll have I'll show you a picture of it when we're off the podcast, and maybe we can put it back on, uh, put a picture of it on the Instagram or whatever on the gram. The metal community have got a lot to say about it, and they're really cross with him because apparently he's promoting self harm. And, well, and I mean, have it these in, days I don't really give a shit what the metal community says. <laughs> Well, I, that's what I thought you might say. <laughs> Firstly, he's a rapper. Secondly, he's is not. He? He, he was. He is was. he? Well, he still is, and he's he's a rapper that's experimenting in other stuff. Let's just, we, I, look. I he's give experimenting. I give Machine Gun Kelly a lot of um, grace. He's queer. <laughs> he's experimenting. He's not queer. <laughs> hey, listen. If I, I like met the, if I met the dude, I probably want to make fun of him <laughs> he looks <laughs> like he looks like a bit of a mouth breather but i do like him no i listen i've actually mm. I've, i thought about this the whole time you were thinking about it. i'm like yeah. why am i making fun of him yes it's it's fun to it you know low-hanging fruit like i'm trying to make people laugh something i like but him. 
I think what it is is there's underlying there's this underlining thing that like he doesn't feel comfortable in his own skin. I've and I heard th- other dudes say that. And I think subconsciously, as human beings, we don't like that. I hope he's not listening to this. Babe. And I think, well, if he is, hey, dude, like figure some shit out, bro. Like you're not garbage. You're you're like it's okay. Like everybody, I'm growing. Hey, I'm Kelly, learning things Coulson, about myself. Coulson, you're gonna be I'm not right, always mate. comfortable in my own skin. It's just a human fact. Like not all we have to learn these things. So it's not the end of the world. It's okay. You know, if you are listening to this. Anyways, of course but, he is. Of course he is. Um, but yeah. So basically, the metal community have a big problem with it because they say he's promoting um self-harm and i looked at that what is drinking too much what is fucking head banging that's causing brain damage Uh so go fuck yourself i knew you'd be good to talk about this they've gone all up in arms about it firstly to me like i said he was a rapper also the music that he produces now i love it because it's very reminiscent of when i was growing up and it's pop punk like 182 it is i mean that's the yep. avril lavigne that's why travis barker was all you're bringing it back boy you're bringing it back boy right. yeah, so, we're so, back on top it's cheesy <laughs> it's cheesy as hell but i love it because it's catchy it's super catchy they're really well written he's got a good voice and i think he's bloody talented on the guitar and he's really tall and you know, and he's really tall. What does that have to do with his music? I, I like the fact he's really tall. <laughs> oh, okay. And I like his Of hair. course you do, because you want a big old, big old blonker of a... He's not, though. He's, he's frail as anything. Oh, okay. It's like a toothpick, but he's, but he's really, really tall. tall. He's really tall. I oh. like the fact he's tall. It's nice. But, um, and basically, so the metal community went nuts about it. And I thought, oh, wait, what? Um... They don't give a shit when Slipknot's on stage and, you know, Joey Jordanson, when he was in the band, you know, has a bunch of fucking meat hooks all over his fucking drum kit. Right. Or when they're, you know, blowing fucking fire, smashing themselves in the head or like, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, you know how much self-harm, like... Metal, metal bands have done to themselves well, well this is where this, i this okay. is where i looked at it and i was like is this all being done on purpose but once again you're gonna say to me oh you're being overly optimistic because i was like surely this is being done on purpose why are metal people talking about what machine gun kelly is doing in the first place secondly i was like metal for one is the darkest like i'd say you, you couldn't say goth is because goth is like plinky plonky let's wear fluffy yeah. sleeves let's go and, under a fucking overpass with you know oh some well that no that's, that's cyber goth but like oh, tradi- okay. traditional goth like the cure so or depeche I'm mode not. or whatever it's actually quite gentle and, and romantic yeah, heavy metal very... <laughs> oh we don't we don't have we don't have cameras you don't know what i'm doing <laughs> sam's sam's sarcastically slitting his wrists <laughs> if that's the thing um I'm sorry, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna ironically kill myself but that's what's Suck happening go back. <laughs> and so i was just like what oh you're promoting self-harm i was like mm. Like, in, what are you talking about? Back in the day, you had Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off of bats, although I think he's cheese and he was all propaganda, probably CIA. Up. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Rubbish. But yeah, okay, self-harm. Hmm, Wait. I don't know. Marilyn Manson, you know, drinking himself and, you know, taking drugs and I suppose and pills teenagers don't his... know that, do they? They're just seeing an image. They see a man on stage that can, can't even fucking... Com- 
perform or conduct himself. I, I don't know, actually. I think Marilyn Manson's been a quite good performer. I've never seen it. In the, oh, oh, in the early days. In yeah, the early had, days, yeah. When he had the long hair and he Being was... Being on stilts and, like, falling down because he's so fucked up. Like, oh, I saw him in concert in stilts and he was very, very well what about managed. What about Jonathan Davis, you know, drinking so much that he's puking and then drinking his own vomit? Like, you don't think that's self-harm? Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently, okay. this very cartoony-shaped razor blade guitar has caused a massive amount of controversy um but the um the thing i was uh talking about was it was having things in your home so that's why in my head i was like well that's really interesting because if you buy something when i used to go shopping with my sister in the 90s razor blades were one of the biggest fashion things like they were, you could buy handbags that were shaped like razor blades. They used to have zippers on jeans that were shaped like razor blades. Now, was that for and cutting no, yourself or for doing blow? Well, that's a good point. I I see it as like you clean. I mean, both and are windows. kind of self harm, aren't they? Yeah, but it's an art tool to me. <laughs> an art tool, yeah. I mean, you can cut out some fucking magazines. <laughs> and also you can clean windows and surfaces with one <laughs> yeah right so i don't look at it as a bad thing no it's just a tool it's just like a knife or a gun yeah, i mean to me why you know it's representing cleaning ladies out there yeah i'm just I'm, I'm thinking of so many fucking metal bands like you have mayhem that like the lead singer of the band fucking blew his head off and slid its ri- like well this is where i also okay. said were you do you remember in the 90s that dummies wearing a plastic dummy was really fashionable. That was more like rave culture, though. Yeah, but when you saw a dummy, you didn't... You thought of ecstasy. Right, but think <laughs> about it. You, you could have had a woke person turning around and saying to you, that's promoting, and I asked you the other day, what's that fetish that men like to dress up as babies in? Oh, yeah, I don't know. And I would have to Google it. <sighs> I don't know what it's called, but what's that fetish? How? Why aren't people saying, oh... When you wear one of those plastic dummies, you're promoting that mental illness where people like to be babies. Gargaside. Gargaside. That's the one. <laughs> I don't know. Gargaside. That's horrible. Actually, there is a name for it. But Well, side would be some type of like self-harm. Some kind. Well, I guess it is self-harm. It's like fucking grow up. You're not a baby. Fetish of pretending to babies? be a baby. God, people are so messed up. Yep. Well, we were talking about when my sister it's was called, here about what? It's called paraphilic infantilism. Paraphilic infantilism? In, infant illism. Illism. Yeah. Okay, it's they need desire, to shorten that. The, the but, desire of being a baby, <clears> it <throat> deals with a fetishistic behavior in relation to do into diapers, paedophilia, and it stands for a sexual attraction towards children. Okay, oh god so okay we were yeah right of course they they want to they want to act like a baby but they're an adult so oh, how come god. how comes so fucked up no but seriously in the 90s we were all wearing plastic dummies i did and i wasn't into drugs but machine gun kelly releases a razor uh bloody hold on i really really have to pee this is so interesting Can but is we it just though, pop- is that sarcastic no 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 i i'm absolutely fucking loving this okay i just i have to piss so bad okay let's both pee and we'll come back okay <laughs> so i don't remember where we got to what do you mean no i had a, we both had a pee i felt like the man of mystery uh austin powers because my <laughs> piss was so long <laughs> anyways um 
so no this is so interesting i was not being sarcastic at all um i'm really really enjoying this unfortunately well it's not unfortunate um but our our little teeny tiny squish you might just hear a noise as she's woken up she needs feeding so we're gonna have to shoot but we have actually gone well over an hour yeah but i mean it was it was really fun um i hope you all enjoyed it we're gonna definitely pick it up uh we're gonna kind of carry on with this and the speed of light thing um and manifestation all, all of the things that we've been talking about the past two podcasts get um, back to the machine gun kelly stuff yeah, definitely, definitely the man- machine gun kelly stuff yeah <laughs> who designed his guitar who's in, who is this no i've got loads to talk about who, it actually who are i do they? i do i do what are they doing <laughs> some kind some yeah. kind of guitar um yeah but i hope you all have an awesome week and we will talk at you next week <laughs> what yeah peace peeps and uh yeah slide into our dms tell us what you think did you do you keep your house tidy do you not what do you manifest what do you think about this do crazy your, crazy does lady? your underwear have holes in yeah do you do your value socks? your pink bits yeah do your toes stick out of your socks <laughs> let us know all right peace have a good one everybody